Are you and Rick <laughs> having like an ookie off? Like who can be ookier between the two of you? What? An ookie off? I'm liking all these. I'm on the same page. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Dude, I just want a t-shirt that says ookie off. So we got tourist trapped? No prostitutes, though. That was awkward. Thank you. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. We are an actual play homebrew Call of Cthulhu podcast written by our keeper. With no scripts and no editing, we are building our story collaboratively in the moment. If you like what we do here and would care to support it, head over to underthelibrary.com support. There you can pick up our first module. It is called The Snake's Oil. Set in season one of this show featuring season one characters and NPCs, and it would do us a lot of good. Again, that's underthelibrary.com slash support. With that, let's get to a show. My name's Art. I am playing Buddy. I am joined by Emily as Colette, Wayne as Sister B, Scott as Johnny, Rick as Sam, and as always, our keeper is Michael. Michael, the show is yours. Thanks, Art. Under the Library is a horror tabletop role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu universe with horror and other unsettling imagery. We feature mature themes played by immature people. Not safe for Scott is your signal. The following information will be graphic. If you're concerned, skip ahead, but stick with us. And if you'd wear a shirt that says Uki off, you're probably in the right place. And with that, I'll pass it over to Emily for last week's recap. I got scared there for a minute. Thought he wasn't going to send it over. <laughs> I was worried about anyway. that too. He was waiting for me to cricket him. Ah. Well, regardless, after leaving the dining car, Buddy rushed back to the compartment to further question the book. He asked it about the illness that Sam suspected is spreading and it answered with a series of inscrutable pictures and patterns. Days pass, and as the train draw, drew closer to Bloodstone, Johnny and Colette talked, to, talked about Eddie, his notes, and his plans for the future of the investigation in Bloodstone. They also spoke to Sam, who shared his own connections to the town. On another train, Sister, Sister B woke, head pounding, and noticed that the train had slowed. She heard voices yell outside. They had noticed the open door of her car and she realized that she's been unconscious a long time. As our episode drew to a close, Johnny Collette and Sam realized that the only way to answer their questions about Eddie's plans would be to talk to Buddy, who has been strangely withdrawn, holed up in the rear compartment with the strange book. All right, let's jump right on that train with Sister B. Okay. Uh, it's slowing down. So this is where Sister B will have to do... Uh, she hears a siren, so that's never a good thing. <laughs> so she... Uh, she goes toward its open door, um, but on her way, because this is where she realizes she has to evacuate the train probably pretty quick as it's slowing down and, and such like that. Um, 
she grabs one of the uh or the better you know she doesn't want to call him a mannequin you know this one of these bodies and she puts her arms around it and it's one you know one with some arms and maybe a leg it doesn't have whatever it is mostly humanoid and she yanks it and pulls it down and she wants to separate it from its coupling up top how okay. heavy is it Whoa. uh it, it hits the ground i but let's make a just give me a luck roll we'll take a luck roll on this one Ooh, got that one with a 21 so we're okay okay and so it's not so much he's able to pull it down as there's just a, a clasp uh right at the base of uh, uh right below the neck that mm -hmm. it hooks into the body and oh. she's able to um uh, unhook it essentially it's a Incredibly heavy though, it hits the ground with a thud. You're probably mm -hmm. guessing the this one weighs forty to fifty pounds. Oh, okay, not to, not over a hundred or anything like that. So yeah. she, she could lift it, but the more important, she she then uh, pushes it because uh, she's still dizzy. She leans over and pushes it towards the open door, and as uh, things are slowing down, she flings the body with good force out the door. So it looks like someone has jumped from the train. And at that, okay. she, she wheel she wheels back to where she had the tarp, her little tarp from the porthole up top. And she makes her way up to the little porthole up top that she had made her way into this whole freight car okay. in. Right. And, and go ahead. And what she pushed off, uh, sorry, I should have been a little more clear. It's just like mm -hmm. a head and a torso. There's no like mm -hmm. arms or legs or anything attached. Oh, I thought some of my arms, legs. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so this this head and torso goes flying out the window or out the door. And as she climbs up to the roof and picks her head up through, uh, she's realizing that you came through a kind of a fenced outpost. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you turn and look the other way, the train's headed into a building. Okay. So she doesn't want to go into the building. Um, so at this, it's so moving will... a lot slower at this point, though, right? It's not right. going to barrel, and so imagine kind of a train at its crawling speed as it gearing down. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so she closes the uh, closes the lid to you know to cause a little confusion, like if you know how did this open? So she closes the lid for the the portal as she gets up there, and she would grab her suitcase and then make her way down the ladder. So she's in between two cars. Um chugging along and then she would look to her right and look to her left and whichever side seemed more you know desolate like if there's one side with buildings and such and maybe a road and things like that if the other side is more tumbly weedy whichever whichever one is uh less traversed that's the way she's going to jump oh i okay i see what so she's oh i see she's looking out both sides so she yep and, Yep. So, so to the, her right and to her left. So for instance, like on one side, maybe where yep. she heard the voices, there's maybe a, a service road or something like that. If the other side doesn't have that. Don't know. Yeah. And uh, it would be the same side that she pushed the body out of. So oh, to okay. her to her left, essentially. To her, to her, okay, that's what I was saying. If thinking. she's looking okay. back, if she's looking yep. back towards the fence, it's to her left. Okay. And so then at she will have her suitcase and she will make a tumble. Uh, for it and uh, from the train right. hopefully not at a super brisk pace and look for 
an opportunity, obviously not into terrible gravel or cactuses. Um, okay. And what kind of uh, acrobatics noteworthy skill does she have that would facilitate this jump off of the train? This would be her. Uh, this would be her ability to uh, dismount from uneven bars and all the other things that were sort of in her gymnastics world in the past. Yeah, Jumping so from give, trucks. Give me a dex. Give me a dex roll with That's, that then. That is that is just to be specialty. So she hurls herself out, goes into ball, and successfully hurls <laughs> an eighty-six, which misses it. <laughs> no. Oh, Sister B. Well done, Sister B. Well done. Uh, so she dismounts to the side, and <laughs> the 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 train is moving just slightly faster than she anticipated, or maybe it's just some of the wobbliness from being out for so long. Uh, she's not able to kind of judge it like she normally would. And uh, she lands uh, uh, awkwardly hitting kind of the gravel on the ground and tumbling along. Um, and her suitcase bursts open and the contents of the suitcase um, spill all over the ground. Oh, that's fun. Um, <laughs> and and on that we'll cut over to our train, uh, moving into Bloodstone, New Bloodstone. Is it actually pulling into town? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Again, like kind of at the same pace. So, uh, in in this nice cinematic moment, the trains are both coming to a slow stop at their destinations. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Buddy's going to be packing up his stuff, um, you know, putting his uh, his copy of Maltese Falcon into a, a shoulder bag and um, probably keep the Atlas too, just to, because there might be some interesting information in there. Throw that in his larger bag and put it over his shoulder and start heading out. Okay. Colette doesn't have much to pack, so she's probably already done. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I got my suitcase, one suitcase. So it's all packed up, and then I got uh, just a bag, briefcase kind of thing that also comes with me. I am luckily being dragged off by Amos with Cheryl and Tope. <laughs> and as you spill off the train, uh, you're in a train station, which looks like it could be, oh, 50 years old. And uh, there's a couple of horses kind of stamping outside in the in the dusty air uh, with stagecoaches attached to them. And uh, there's people on top of the stagecoaches and and there's a sign along the train station right there saying uh, new bloodstone. And as as y'all pile off the train, uh, a really rough looking fellow. Uh, that looks like he's seen better days, yells at you in, in a very kind of, in this moment of disconnect between how he looks and how he sounds, says, and welcome to New Bloodstone, all you newbies. We're, we're, you're going to have a, a, a fine time. Head on to the stagecoaches and we'll get you right on into town. And there's about, uh, on the train, the train's going to keep going on. There's only probably about uh, Amanda gets off with y'all and maybe four or five other people. 
I'd probably had my guesses to the very first stage coach, and Amos would probably, I'm guessing, be wanting to sit up front or on top. Oh and my god! If- can, can I can I ride in front? Can I ride in front? I want to. And, and no, son, you got to ride in the stagecoach. Unfortunately, <laughs> we're wild, but we ain't that wild. And I, I turn and I and I kind of say, are, "Are you sure I'd ride with him on my lap? I'd be able to hold on to him." And and he says, uh, well, when we get to New Bloodstone, we'll give you all the rules about what you can and can't do. But for your ride in, I want you to sit back and enjoy it. Okay. Is that all the- right? So that's- I don't know if that's a yes or no, because if I don't know the right rules to Bloodstone, it means I'm not breaking anything if I sit up front with you with my boy, but I'll, I'll do whatever we need to do. That's fine. Well, here, hang on. Let's see what he does. <laughs> yeah, oh, all right. He goes, you know what? On second thought. Hot you damn. Like- <laughs> you-, <laughs> you look like you can sit on a stage, coach. You hop right on up. All right. Well, I'd hop up there with Amos and... And uh, I'd move all the luggage in uh, and, you know, take the bags from Cheryl and everything and, and you know, get her in, the, the lift the, lift her hand and, you know, get her into the stagecoach safely and, you know, yeah. and, and a nicely metaphorical moment as the camera cuts back to the other three, Cheryl sitting alone in the back of the stagecoach while Sam and Amos <laughs> are sitting <laughs> in the front with the driver. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for so that, Rick. I appreciate it. So good. Amazing. So, so not just really quickly, but when we get off and I see these things, like, I think my jaw drops to the floor. Like, yeah, yeah. like my jaw. Like, I was in, like, I'm, I'm a New York City FBI agent. I've spent a hundred percent of my life there. I'm dealing with a mob. Like, like I, I've seen coaches in Central Park, but not like big stage coaches. And I'm gonna go to like Buddy and Colette. I'm gonna be like, "What? What the hell is this? Do they not have cars out here?" I don't know. It's pretty cool though, right? I it's something. I, it's a little weird. This I, is this a like a tourist thing? Or they they no idea. And catching your surprise, the guy who was yelling to everybody walks right up to you, uh, Johnny. Sticks out a big firm hand and he but he's rough looking right and he says welcome to new bloodstone sir looks like you're just finding your way around here why don't you get in phil's the name you jump in my stagecoach and i'll have you right into town that sounds like a good deal phil i gotta say i was not expecting a stagecoach i i thought i'd maybe get a cab or something is this uh is this what passes as a cab out here a cab? Why, what's a cab? <laughs> and he gives you he gives you a little like kind of wink and a nod. <laughs> All right, I gotcha. I gotcha. All right, so I'll just get in the back. Okay. And uh, so are you're getting in the stagecoach with uh Cheryl? Uh no, I'm gonna be with Buddy and Colette wherever they go. Yeah. Okay. Are y'all all gonna if, get if there's the- no is there only one stagecoach? No, no, there's a couple because there's other passengers from the train, uh, you know, what they say, four or five other passengers. Yep. Yeah. We'll... I mean, if four people can sit inside a stagecoach, we might yeah. as well get in with Colette, uh, with Cheryl, sorry. Sure. <laughs> Rather than, you know, mm-hmm. strangers. 
Sure. And, uh, and Amanda, can, can I squeeze in with y'all? Uh, sure. I oh, think. This is, I'll this just scoot is over exciting. A this is really wonderful. I'm, I, I can't wait to see what all this is about. And as the uh, you hear the yeah, and and the uh, horses start to kick off, and you feel the rumble of the stagecoach as y'all move towards town. And, and then do a... we hear oh, little Amos, and then the thing goes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> he fell, Cheryl. He fell. Uh, but as uh, we're driving. Uh, Colette would probably ask Amanda about this town. Like, did you know there were, did you know there were stagecoaches? What's going on here? And so as you're talking to her, there's a giant rock, a massive rock that you pass as you're headed on your way into town. Mm. And she's, she's kind of writing away as she looks around and she says, well, I, I've heard all about this place and wanted to visit for years, but I, I, I haven't. And I, where does I haven't actually met anybody who's been here, but everybody talks about it. So is is it like a theme park? Kind of, um, but I thought we might have to pay for something. But I think it's a little weird. We haven't had to pay for anything yet. Did y'all make reservations? No, not no. yet. No, no, we don't know where we're staying. And so she's just kind of keep jotting notes, and she's looking around as y'all are, um, as y'all are, you know, rumbling on into town. Okay. Was there anything in the atlas about this? Uh, in in, in the, the, the big that, in the big atlas, the, the like, new giant, one that you have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. Sure. Yeah, I guess there was. Okay. It was marked. There was there was bloodstone, and then there was new bloodstone. Okay. And are they in the same spot? No. Okay. Um. How how far apart are they? I know you told us this at one point, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So I essentially, think of new bloodstone as where the group got off on the trail. Oh <gasps> wow. Okay. So it's like halfway between there and Deadwood. Okay. Oh, then what was the big rock? I guess I thought you were calling back to the big rock. I am. That was in yeah. Blo- oh, it seems they've yeah. recreated it. Oh, interesting. Um, and is there a, any description of what of what the town is? No, it's just marked in the atlas. Like oh, okay, great. It's just on a map. Yeah, yep. got it. Yeah. Okay. It's just it says no bloodstone. Okay. Okay. All right, we'll cut back to Sister B. As y'all, as as the wheels kick up dust and uh, there's banter in the front of the stagecoach between Phil and Sam. Great. Wait, the the guy leading it's named Phil. Yeah. <coughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Wasn't the person I, who really wanted to help me with the whiskey also named Phil? <laughs> <laughs> Oops! <laughs> just a lot of fills going around huh. coming back to new bloodstone i think it's perfect like yeah. every other character should His be named phil. phil yeah in fact didn't i have a character <laughs> named phil oh I, I, uh, did, I don't remember that disposable npcs named phil <laughs> oh wow oh no wow. 
I just went to the little little GM dispenser and it keeps cranking out <laughs> fills. I guess it's all filled up. All right, please move on. Ah! <laughs> all right, Sister B. Oh, Sister B. So she tumbled to make and uh, hurt herself. Her suitcase comes smashing open and uh, all contents of kids coming out. So her extra habit and uh, uh, there would be cash coming out too because uh, she had plenty of cash in there. And uh, hopefully the uh, maybe secret compartment didn't come all the way undone. But she makes her way over to it and would quickly grab her uh, would quickly grab her favorite uh, gun that would be in there. Would put okay. it in pocket and some ammunition and she probably can't carry the whole suitcase um because she looks around is anyone coming so that's the big thing time uh she hears footsteps uh and they're coming uh, and sees some people running so from where the train came through right when you mm -hmm. were on the top you saw the fence mm -hmm. and she sees some people in the distance and Ah, running gonna... towards her from that distance. Okay, yeah. makes sense. Um, okay, if she has a, a moment, she will try to, um, I guess, maybe give her, a, if, if you want to give her just a, a luck roll or something, to try to um, close the suitcase and snap it shut and then would grab it if she has a moment. That's reasonable. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can grab your suitcase, but all the other stuff, the money and the Yeah, think the clothes a few and... things, things that, uh, but there it might be a few other, but I don't know. Maybe there's yeah, you know what? Time to move on from the suitcase. She'll leave it. She, she has her mouser and some wow. ammunition. The hell with it. Um, she leaves it. It's not important at this point. With all the things that have gone on. Yes, she's in the preservation mode. And also, this feels like an army base. So her thing, she's... This is... For her, for her mindset is uh, when the the nuns would be taken by the by the the Russian the Soviets, uh, they would go to places like this with fences, and there would be men in uniform. So she is, um, she'd be on super high adrenaline <laughs> to get out of this place, and so this anything goes. So she would turn and look for cover or a way towards the fence. Okay, the fence is about fifty feet to her left. Oh, it's a high chain link, uh, barbed at the top fence. Okay, um, she would make her way over to a fence and, uh, quickly scoot along it and looking at the bottom of the fence where the bottom of the fence goes into ground because you know fences that have been there for a long time or any animals that would have gone under it. She's looking for a weak point where there's maybe just a slight dip in the soil and it's not as quite as connected to the ground as it should be. Yeah, that sounds I mean that sounds pretty much like luck to me, right? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so she's going to scoot along and see how well they tended to the bottom of the fence. Compared to the top. Oh. And that didn't work. <laughs> and I there uh there is a weak spot. Mm -hmm. Uh it or not a weak spot, but uh a spot where it looks like the chain links become detached from a post. Oh. Uh, but you hear behind you, hey, stop, stop. Uh, she turns, and what is he dressed in? Uh, military uniform. She should be. <laughs> Simple as that. 
Wow. Day is done. That's no a, hesitation. That's some Sam Wagoneer behavior. No, I was gonna say it's really. <laughs> I thought I thought about it in the in the gap, and she would there would be no. She would be in the whole super adrenaline. There's soldiers. She's trapped in a fenced in area. She's like a caged animal, and all that matters is lashing out and getting oh. out of there. We're about to have shortest character award for Sister B. Oh, <laughs> no. Fine. Shortest lifespan. She's been around for a while, though. She's been around for a while. Oh, okay. Like a season and a half? Oh. No. She hasn't oh. been that long. I don't think Did so. Did she start the last season? All right. Well, she hasn't died yet. Listen, we all know that the shortest character is Ethan. Uh, oh. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> R.I.P. Ethan. <laughs> All right, Sister B. Uh, there's uh, there's two military personnel running at you, mm-hmm. uh, carrying their guns, and you take a crack shot. Uh, we'll say that they're as you turn, they're gonna be about sixty feet away. So, mm-hmm. uh, small firearms. Take your roll. She's got her. She's got her mouser, and it can shoot off clips. So she takes her. Takes her first shot, and that is she's going to burn two luck to make it a hit. Uh, you can't do that. Oh, that's right, you can't. Then never mind. Sorry, <laughs> I forgot about that. All right, so and they they duck as she fires. That's not what they were expecting at all. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Uh, From the and nun. uh, the next one returns, it raises a rifle at you as he ducks and uh fires at you can you roll against it uh she can dodge yeah she's got her gymnastic dodging which is actually pretty good so she does that and oh easy a hard success all right and uh so he fires at you and he essentially just misses right uh the shock of being fired at by this nun which he wasn't quite expecting throws off his shot and uh and and then they start to you know they start running towards you again um but one of them kind of holding his rifle at the ready while one of them uh tries to close the gap on you okay and uh uh will she negotiate i don't know uh try to say uh no, she just she'll just shoot. Okay. So she shoots again. Oh my god, that is an extreme success. <laughs> All right, and so she fires it. Uh, it catches him right in the head, right in the forehead, and uh, he goes down about uh, twenty five feet in front of you. But as he goes down. Um. Oh my goodness! Shocked by his buddy, this is like just a, a the other uh the other soldier starts calling for help. Help! We've got it! We've got an intruder on the base! Intruder on the base! And he fires another shot, but he he misses at you because he's Jim. Jim, are you? Oh my God! Help! So this, so this is where she was going to try to, to ask him to drop his weapon. But apparently he's just starting to yell, so she's gonna have to shoot again. She's in that mode. And, and at this point, the yeah. back of the train and uh, the back of the train is starting to disappear into that building. And mm. now Sister B's exposed to the whole base, 
as groups of people, uh, oh. you know, are running from across the base. Right. Does that make sense? So the train uh, had kind of blocked. Oh, blocked the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get blocked it. the other side. So now you have people running from other parts of the base towards you, and we'll cut. Uh, we'll cut yeah, back to the stagecoach. Okay. Uh, as it's uh, pulling up in uh, uh, the Phil, uh, Phil number two, Phil number three, Phil number three <laughs> is talking to Sam and Little Amos about all the fun they're going to have. As the stagecoach pulls up in front of uh, a sign that says Body Bills and uh, says, all right, all you hop off here. Uh, These here will be your sleeping quarters for your stay in New Bloodstone. You're going to have a great old time. Remember, shootouts every day at high noon, middle of the street. Watch out for Pistol Pete. He'll get you every time. Sorry, Pete the Poet. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, the the stagecoach comes to a halt, and uh, there's it's not crowded, but you know there's there's kind of people milling about, and they're obviously like having a good time. And uh, you hear a piano coming out of Body Bills, and um. Yeah, and some saloon doors swinging as people walk in and out. So to be clear, they took us to. Sorry, they took us to a, a specific hotel, so we got tourist trapped. <laughs> you would think of maybe think of the whole town as one large tourist trap. Okay, so so I'm gonna look around to see if there are other hotels or if there's just the one hotel. Uh. There, there's things all up and down the street, right? There okay. appears to be like uh, a store on the corner and, uh, you know, everybody, it, it, the people who are visiting stick out because everybody else seems to be in full Western regalia that fits with the time period. Okay. Okay. Uh- is there okay? So presuming this is the only or you know store. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna go in with Amos. I'm gonna open the stagecoach door, put my hand up, and help Cheryl down and get the bags. And uh, and 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 I guess Colette, if you're on your way out, I'd probably help you down as well. Should you you know as a gentlemanly offer, and then and then you know head on inside with the family. And and Amanda says, huh. Notice, notice you didn't offer me any help. That's oh, I forgot you were in there. Oh, I'm sorry. That's great. And so, I'm sitting there. I'm like, wait, what about me, Sam? <laughs> wait, does Johnny help Amanda down? <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Amanda does look at Johnny and says, well, if he won't be a gentleman, maybe you will be. I got you. I got you. If you need it, I'll hold my hand up. And she just kind of she laughs and, and takes it as she gets out. Doesn't like, and her. then I'll hold it up for Buddy. I'll be like, "Come on, Buddy, <laughs> I got you too." <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, and then uh, I get back in the stagecoach on the other side, and Buddy helps and me down. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Buddy's just going to be, you know, looking around and sort of being passive, uh, you know, following um, either Johnny or Colette, whoever um, seems to take the lead here. Well, Colette's looking around too, but more in a 
like interested i've never seen this side of the world type of way and uh wanders toward body bills okay buddy will go with all right and and as you walk into body bills you're just like wow minus the like kind of overwhelming unwashed smell of the time um it's pretty authentic uh there, there's bartenders and there's people playing poker and there's music spilling out and uh, this uh, younger, probably um, 17, 18 year old uh, kid runs up and he says, why, howdy, can I get your suitcases for you? Uh, oh. So. Oh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just uh, going to hold on to my suitcase. So I, I, <laughs> I'm not that trusting. Uh, so I, what's, what's your name, fella? What? Phil? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sammy. Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> so good. Sammy, what a name. I love that name. Sammy, I got to ask. So. Is Body Bills connected to the hotel? Are they two separate places? Are, are there other hotels? Like, you got to forgive me. I got on a train. I showed up here. I really don't know anything about this town. So can you help me out with a little bit? Why, sure. What New Bloodstone is a historic recreation of Bloodstone. Located, situated about three miles east of here. Maybe a little further. The keeper could be off. <laughs> And as as a recreation of Bloodstone, we have all the buildings and some of the original townsfolk as we know them from their notes. You can tour New Bloodstone just like you would in the Wild West. And right here at Body Bills, we've got shows every night. We got fresh drinks at the bar and rooms upstairs. No prostitutes, though. And he gives you a big wink. <laughs> that was awkward. Thank you for that there, Sammy. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I, I, I think we need rooms. I think everybody needs rooms. Uh, we don't have reservations. Is that going to be okay? Not a problem at all. We're, right now in New Bloodstone, we're undergoing a whole new renovation, and we're testing out some of our newest features. And as such, Mr. Loman has opened up the park for anybody who's willing to give it a try. Park? Who's Mr. Loman? Are we camping? Well, Mr. Loman calls New Bloodstone the park of the future. You come here, you visit, you play, you have fun, you stay, and you eat. I'm confused. You just said it's about the past. Now it's about the future? <laughs> it's the is past the in confused? the future, or Sammy. Is the keeper confused or is Sammy confused? <laughs> and uh, he looks at you and he goes, "You got a good sense of humor, Mister. You're gonna have a great time here in New Bloodstone." Fantastic, fantastic. All right, yeah. I mean, I want to get checked in. I want to get my stuff settled in the room. So, sure, Tim. Okay. And so uh, he he takes y'all upstairs, and it's it's almost like a a take your own locker kind of situation. There's keys in the doors. It, 
to the rooms that aren't mm-hmm. occupied. Mm-hmm. And so pick your room and keep your key, but don't lose it. You'll need it. Okay. Buddy will grab a room. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, hopefully there's rooms near each other. So just yeah. grab a room by you guys. and Yeah, I, you notice there's a few like down the hall that are missing keys, but for the most part, in fact, Johnny, you'd probably make a quick assessment and think eh, it's about 20 to 25% full. Is is there a room that would be overlooking the street? Why, you're in luck, sir. We got one of those, but you'll have to take the catwalk across. That's used to be Bill himself's room. Oh, that that's that's very exciting. What is that over there? Yeah, and so there is there's essentially it, not really well, it is. It's a catwalk uh, across the top of the over the top of the bar. So, like, if you were walking it, you look over it, mm-hmm. and then it goes uh, to the other side. And there's one big room over there. There's only one door, and it has a key in it. Okay, I'll, I'll go take that one. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> and you notice that this one appears to be a little bit longer than all the others because it stretches. Yeah, it it's is. It's probably like two or three. <laughs> rooms worth of space across the front of the building okay wow am i am i gonna get charged a whole bunch for this i was gonna say i'm gonna be like uh is the price for this room uh, a lot more than the other ones <laughs> same price for everything mister what's your name perfect oh I, i'm buddy it, it's very nice to meet you sammy <clears throat> wow buddy well welcome to new bloodstone you're going to have a great time. And as we as he says that, we'll cut to Sister B having a great time of her own. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's not to go. Lots of people are coming towards her. And there's a soldier with a rifle. And she has her gun. And at this point, uh, I had to think about it. And Sister B would just be in. Uh, she, can't, she can't be captured. And so she'll, she will... She'll go down in a blaze of glory if that's necessary. So she's going to shoot at the guy who was yelling because he's a loudmouth. All right. So so you're going you're going Billy the Kid status, huh? She is going uh, yes, and Billy the Kid, uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Yeah, like it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Uh, all right. So not unless, so lucky there. Unless there was some other opportunity that she looked around and saw that because she's always of that mindset. You know, if there's another way to wiggle out of something, she's. Very much of that mindset, but it doesn't seem to be. Chain link fence seems solid. There was the tunnel the train went into. Other than that, it seems pretty sparse around there. And uh, other than that, if there's a manhole, you know, right next to her, <laughs> there's nothing. It doesn't seem to be anywhere to go. Okay. And she wouldn't. She wouldn't have herself. She would never give up or be captured. Okay. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, as as she fires off into the group of oncoming soldiers, you see everybody's heads duck. And uh, as the bullet, uh, you want to roll on that? Let's see if you connect with anybody. Sure. The loud mouse guy. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's a regular hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> you catch him like right in the upper thigh and he just goes rolling uh, forward. Um. You hear off to the side, though, a loud rifle crack. Mm. And uh, you feel your torso turning as the bullet catches you 
and you see him tumbling. There's a small glee in Sister B's mind as she feels herself taking down the soldiers who who took the the nuns away, right? Exactly. And then, as she's that, a, well, yeah. yeah, she's like, like also like Willem Dafoe at the very end of uh, running out of the woods with everyone behind her or around her. Oh no! <laughs> uh, the the bullet catches you in your torso and you turn it, you feel your body turning and uh how much hp does sister nine she was down she only had over 10 so uh, yeah not a lot okay and uh and as the bullet catches her she lands on the ground uh back against the 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 ground the, her money and her clothes flowing <laughs> out of the open suitcase, blowing all around her. If you can imagine this overhead shot of Sister B laying near the fence, and uh, what does Sister B see as uh, her last moments of life go from her? Oh, that would be easy. She'd be in the the garden when she was young. Once again, the the vision she just had amongst the trees, and uh, she'd be feeding the uh, giving apricots to her younger brother Richard. And she says, "Oh, these are the best apricots we've ever had. This is the best season that we've ever had." And then she says, "Let's go to rest under the trees for a while." And she takes uh, Richard, and she says, "We will sleep under the trees." And he says, "Together." And and he 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 grabs your hand and you hear him. No, oh, you've been gone. Uh, <laughs> you've been gone so long, Sister B. It is. Or you've been gone so long, Sister. It's wonderful that you are home finally at last. And she gives him a big giant kiss on the forehead, and she says, "We'll be together. Uh, we will always be together forever." You knew that. Okay. And uh, and then there's kind of a rush of soldiers over sister B's stuff and confusion and they're trying to resuscitate the one soldier and they're kicking the gun away from you and we'll cut over uh once more to new bloodstone Sam what are you guys doing yeah well uh yeah I mean we would have gotten a room and tucked in, and then I guess I'd be asking to see if there's a uh, place to get clothing uh, that we could dress up, you know, uh, 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 for for Quick similar question. vibes. Are you are you staying at Body Bills? I was going to say Yeah, I I actually, I mean, we were going to go in before y'all, so but it's no, never mind. I, so I suppose we would have just gotten some rooms there uh, in, the, in the proceedings. Awesome. I think you broke Michael. <laughs> He's just staring at blinking. B. I'm a little lost. I'm just <laughs> so like thinking funny. about Sister B. <laughs> Are you thinking about the new sister hole that she has? Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh. No. Honestly, I'm surprised you didn't end the episode there. How are we supposed to be all jaunty in tourist town after her death? I mean, Sam's looking for a new hat for him and little Amos. So, you know, we're doing just fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, maybe we'll just, if you can tell me what each of your characters are doing, and then I'm going to close with one more Sister B thing. But um, I just wanted to get kind of, so Amos and Sam are trying on clothes, putting on hats and things like that. 
Yeah, if there's like a local clothing store to dress up in the in the period uh, uh, clothing, and would be Cheryl as well if she'd like to join. I suppose it'd be all yeah. three of us. Yeah, a- absolutely. There's a clothier uh, down the way, and uh, you know, it's not, it's it's not set. It's the clothing style is set in the period, but it feels like a very kind of new store inside. Sure. Yep. Okay. Um, so Colette would head downstairs to the common room or bar or whatever, whatever we're calling that down there and talk to a bartender perhaps, and just ask what's in the town and start to figure out what she can do here as a tourist in new bloodstone. Okay. Um, buddy would leave his, his large bag in his room um, and come downstairs with his, uh, you know, shoulder bag with, uh, with his copy of the Manchurian Candidate in it. And, um, I, I would be very interested in talking to someone and finding out if there is a way to get to old Bloodstone. What's still uh, there and is there a way to get there? Sure. And, uh, what you're initially going to hear is, why would you want to go to new bloodstone? There's so much here. I mean, why would you want to go to old bloodstone when there's so much here in new bloodstone to find? Well, I, I'm just very interested in history and, and, uh, you know, uh, seeing the, the actual, uh, relics of, of the town that, that led to such a, a fun town like this one. We're a timber by timber recreation of old bloodstone. You can find it all here. All you're going to find over there is a government facility not open to the public but new bloodstone is and then johnny what are you doing and just did i hear that conversation sure okay uh so when i hear that there's a government facility um just quickly but and i don't know if you want me to roll on this but was i aware in coming from the fbi that there was a government facility uh I mean, if you apparently you were, but it's a military base, not a whole lot of information about it. So okay. you're aware there's a military base there in old bloodstone in old bloodstone in old bloodstone. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, go to the store and I'm looking for a nice, big, nice, big cowboy hat. Okay. Perfect. And so you'll see Sam and Amos in there trying on their, their vests and uh their their kind of gun belts with cap guns little amos has got some cap guns going and uh and johnny you're gonna you're gonna put a hat on your head and look in the mirror and and think damn i look pretty good (laughs) (laughs) all right and then we're gonna cut back to this overhead shot of sister b and uh Wayne, I want to give you a moment. Is there anything that you want mm-hmm. in this scene or that yep. you want? Yeah, go ahead. You know where I'm going. So it's sister to be, uh, she was shot on her side if she flips over, but she's a pretty stout character, but you know, she's bleeding and would be dying and, uh, or whatever. And as the soldiers come to her, maybe there's an officer, I don't know. And she would look up, uh, and, uh, want to ask want to say something 
And so okay. I don't know how to fit, you know, to facilitate that. If they're, if they come over, they'd be screaming and yelling at her. Yeah. So I'll let you yeah. take that part and then I'll go with the other bit. Uh, just, just imagine they're screaming and yelling at each other. They're yelling at what happened to the guy back there. Like what's going on. And uh, does somebody have to flip you over? Do you envision, or are you already on your, your, I said you were on your back. She so was we'll, sitting. Yeah. She was, uh, she, she would have been sitting and would have turned herself on you know, onto her side okay. at least. And, and then so you looking up. You have an older officer staring you right in the face. Uh, and what do you, uh, he's almost just glaring at you, like with yep. just shock. And she says, you, you, you are, are army men. You're, you're the ones uh, that maybe that took Richard. I think he is alive. Do, do you have him? Do you have Richard Bielopushkin? Or he was known as Dr. Pushkin. That's her brother. And that he, he looks at the other soldier and what are what in the what are you talking about? And that and then her last words said, "You you had him in in train car." And she would, Doctor Pushkin is in train car, and that would be the last she could talk. Okay, and if we. As as we move from that scene, we can cut over to uh, the body that she threw out of the train car onto mm. the rocks, <laughs> and um, its eyes flutter, and its mouth moves, and it says, Richard, and we'll end the episode. <laughs> wow. Poor Sister B. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Until next time, as always, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. Definitely check out our other show. It's called Up Your RPG. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. And so for me, for Michael, for Wayne, Emily, Scott, and Rick, thanks very much for joining us. We'll see you next time under the library. Oh, there was cocaine and steak. Disposable NPCs named Phil. I, I have to consult the rule book about something. It's like part Butch Cassidy and part... What's the one with Bruce Willis and Clint Eastwood? And Bruce Willis... Like, they have the kid in the back of the car, but they're they're robbers. Oh, wow. Uh, Toy Story? Welcome to New Bloodstone, all you newbies. We're, we're, you're going to have a, a, a fine time.